0: Good morning, good day, and good evening, everyone. My name is David, and this is my podcast, Case Labyrinth. Welcome. By show of hands, how many of you guys like flowers? Good. Well, today you're in for a treat because today we will be exploring the depths of the magnificent sunflower. Let us begin. As many of you know, or if you didn't know, the sunflower ha- happens to be one of the most popular flowers among people and for a very good reason. It's very bright. It's tall. It's pretty big for being a flower. And for some reason, people are attracted to it. People just love the way it is. It radiates that beauty. Even Vincent van Gogh painted the sunflower in such a magnificent way. It's become one of the most noticeable pieces of art that there is in history. And when people go out, and take pictures and stuff like that, there's always that one picture that one, that one person always takes with sunflowers. You know who you are. And there's even patches where people are allowed to go and... T- Take pictures with these sunflowers. Well, as I said, today we'll be discussing what makes this particular flower so amazing, so beautiful. We will go even deeper than its outer beauty to see what elevates it to the upper echelons of what makes this flower so much better than the rest. And as we all know the sunflower by, it's called the sunflower and that's the most common name that the sunflower goes by. But the scientific term for it is called the Helianthus. The most common Helianthus is the Helianthus anis, which is the one we all know or usually you can spot on site. What you may not know is that, yes, there's sunflowers, but did you know that there's about 70 species of the Helianthus? And all except three of the sunflowers are native to North America and Canada. That's right. As there are many flowers throughout the world, the sunflower is the only native flower throughout the Americas. So that one we can literally call our own and no one can take that away from us. There are a few species of the sunflower but most notably, the Jerusalem artichoke, which is the Helianthus tuberosus, is actually cultivated in temperate climates and tropical regions. Now, I will be posting the different types of sunflowers that we that I will be mentioning throughout the podcast on either Buzzsprout or my social media feeds. And hopefully, I'll be able to tag them or, you know, put little titles onto each one so you guys can know which one I'm talking about. Now, the Helianthus verticiatus has been considered endangered since 2014 and that is due to industrial forestry pine plantations and things of that nature and they're mostly common through alabama georgia and tennessee and you can usually find sunflowers in woodland areas mostly prairies or where there is a creek or so one of the most interesting facts about the sunflower is the fact that as i stated before they're native to the americas they were domesticated throughout the whole region of Mexico. So not the Mexico that we know of as of today, but the Mexico prior to its colonization. And we know this because we there has been sunflower seeds that were found that were dated to 21,000 BC. So that's how we know that these plants are native to this land. And we know that they're from this land and that they go all the way up to southern Canada. So the whole region that used to be Mexico, which is what we know Mexico now through Texas, New Mexico, California, Colorado, Nevada, Oregon. And then it, the sunflowers go up to Washington and they go even farther than that to the southern point of Canada where it meets that side of the country. And we all know the tales that we hear from people when they look at sunflowers that the sunflower follows the sun. Well, that is true. They do follow the sun while they're growing. But once they mature... They no longer do. And once they mature, they face east and they stay in that position. So during growth is when they do follow it. And the term for the sunflower following the sun is called heliotropism. So tropism being follow and helium being the god, the sun god in, in Greek mythology, helios. Now there's Apollo, yes, but helios was before. The portion of the sunflower where the seeds are at, where the little spiky little portions are at, Is actually called Turmural capitula. One of the other interesting facts about the sunflower is that it is grown in Brazil. And they're grown as sunflower soybean, soybean sunflowers. They are what the indigenous people used to do. Plant different flowers together, different seeds together that would benefit one another. So in in the southern regions, they're planted at the beginning of the rainy season. And then the soybeans planted in the summer. So that they have that good balance, you know, the soil is good for each one once they get planted. So essentially they have, these two in concert have a positive environmental impact. And sunflowers are just not used to eat, as you know, like the Davis sunflower seeds or my favorite, which are not healthy, by the way, are the chile con limon. Sunflowers, which are so delicious. Depending on the brand, they can be super salty, but nonetheless, delicious. What you can also get sunflowers for is for their oil. So sunflower oil is actually extremely healthy and one of the most healthiest oils that you can actually use in cooking and in or anything else. And the reason why we know this, when the Russian Orthodox Church ruled, all different other types of oils were banned. So the only thing they, they had at that time was sunflower oil, which was not banned. So that's what they used. To make their cooking and stuff like that. and as you might have noticed that I said the Russian Orthodox Church, so how did those sunflowers get there? How did they get to Russia? Well, during one of his trips to the Americas, Tsar Peter the Great fell in love with these flowers and decided, I want these over here too. So he brought them over, and they've been growing in ever since. So that was during the 19th century. And up until this point, there's about 2 million acres of sunflower grown a year in Russia. Then during the 1940s, there was a renewed production in Missouri of sunflower oils when Canada unveiled a new machine to crush the seeds and, get and extract all those oils and stuff like that. And also during the 1970s, they found this would be a better alternative to animal fat oils. How many of you want to guess what the tallest sunflower on record is? Get your guess? If any of you guess was 30 feet and one inch, you're right. Now, if any of you can get a sunflower and get it grown to 30 feet and two inches, you have a world record right there. Just saying, guys. Go ahead and plant some sunflowers. Go for an environment and you might get yourself the world record. You guys remember when I was talking about the different uses of sunflowers, like when gardening the oil instead of just using it as seeds? Well, in Mexico, they found that the sunflowers can be used to soothe chest pains. So this is before like modern medicine and everything like that when they use herbs. Well, the indigenous people, the other, the indigenous tribes also agreed with that theory and they used it. And they actually, like I said, they all agreed that it does help soothe test chest pains. But what the Cherokee also found was that using the leaves also helped treat kidney disease. And in the Dakotas, they also found that, like I said, they all agreed about the chest about the chest pains but the dakotas they also found that also helps with pulmonary troubles these have been tried and tested methods obviously we have modern medicine now but anything but for those of you who want to try different alternatives to medicine you can use a sunflower i'm not saying i'm not a doctor but these have been proven just saying but seriously if you guys have any actual problems or anything go please go to a doctor so remember when i informed you of like the flower head did you know that each sunflower head, that little bed of little spiky things, you know, that where the seeds are at, are actually thousands of tiny little flowers themselves. Mind blown. And I really hope that we all know that, that pollination helps trees grow, you know, the bees going back and forth, grabbing the pollen, you know, and spreading them around to different flowers to make them grow and give us those beautiful environments and landscapes and places to go take photos that we enjoy so much. Well... Aside from that, the sunflower is one of the most unique flowers there is, and it's probably, I think, the only actual flower that actually can do it itself. It can self-pollinate. Yes, that's right. It can make its own flowers. Now, it's not healthy for it. You can't have inbreeding of the sunflowers, but if it has to, it can. It has the capability because each of those seeds has the X and Y sex chromosomes that helps create its own seeds, so it can literally be pollinated by a different flower, or if it has to, it can do it itself. That's pretty freaking spectacular. Like, seriously. To have the capability to create your own life like that, nature has done so. We've been trying for years to create our own life like that. So obviously, we, can, we, have, we have babies and stuff, but to do it yourself, just the one person with no outside assistance, that's pretty spectacular. So remember when I was speaking of that the sunflowers are a good alternative to animal fat oils and... Any other type of oil? Well, the way to figure this out is that there's the black and gray striped seeds. The more gray there is, it's better for consumption of vitamin A, D, B, and E, and many other vitamins. The ones with more black black stripes to them are more for oil. And naturally, when it comes to sunflowers, as I said before, we find them so attractive, so amazing, so beautiful just to look at. The sunflower is a lot of people's favorite flower, and for a good reason. So... The sunflower pretty much has become a symbol for positivity, optimism, and long life and happiness. But it also symbolizes loyalty, faith, and luck. So if you don't have a lucky four-leaf clover, you can actually go get a sunflower. That's also lucky. We have options, people. So how many of you guys would have guessed that there's an actual phobia for sunflowers? There's an actual phobia. It is called helianthophobia. The sunflower is also a good substitute for peanut butter. Can you believe that? A substitute for peanut butter. So those of you who uh, want to get some PBJ but don't want the PB, you guys can use sunflowers. So remember when I also talked about how in Mexico, that they were native to Mexico, the whole region of Mexico, when the Aztec Empire, Mayans, Toltecs, Olmecs, used to rule. Well, supposedly in their mythology, the Aztecas worshipped the sunflowers, thinking that it was an incarnation of the sun god Donatio. And also, as I said, Sir Peter from Russia brought over the sunflowers to that region and it became super popular over there. Well, Ukraine uses it as their nation's flower. Now, my f- most favorite fact, I think the one everyone should know at this point about the sunflower. And the reason why I started looking up the sunflower and what it can do and stuff like that was because I watched the Netflix original show Daybreakers. It's a post-apocalyptic show where a bunch of high school teenagers pretty much rule the world. Essentially, all the adults are gone. And one of the flowers that happens to survive is the sunflower. Why? Apparently, the sunflower is used to absorb, absorb toxins, such as radiation from a nuclear waste. That it, it can absorb uranium, lead, and arsenic. It's a flower that the Russians used when they were able to go back to... Chernobyl and the plant has been able to soak up some of that radiation that has spilled onto the ground and the earth. And that's the reason why when I watched that show and I saw that I thought really? No way. That's pretty freaking cool. So that's why I just decided to do an episode on it. Well, folks, welcome back to civilization. Looks like we reached the end of our adventure together and the end of this spectacular labyrinth. I hope you guys enjoyed going on this adventure with me learning the interesting facts that create the epic sunflower. If you'd like to join me on my next tour through Geeks Labyrinth, please make sure to go and follow our social boards, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look up Geeks Labyrinth and you will be notified of when the next adventure through Geeks Labyrinth will be. Also, if you'd like to listen to some of my previous adventures, you can find those on Spotify, iTunes, or any place where you can find podcasts at. Also, please make sure to like, subscribe, and review Geeks Labyrinth because if you do, you'll also be notified of when the next adventure drops. Until next time, my fellow adventurers. TTFN. Ta-ta for now.